This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. FedEx ground service is also faster to more locations than UPS ground. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. Today's show is sponsored by Acura. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Airbnb. I just got invited to the first wedding of the summer. Yeah. Happens to be a gay wedding. Nice. Very excited to attend. And the first thing that you did, Jack? Book a hotel for the wedding. Okay, second thing that you did? List my place as available that weekend on Airbnb. Millions of people host on Airbnb, but millions more have never even thought about hosting. Here's the thing. We've said it's great to make money while you sleep. Actually, Warren Buffett said that. Well, when you're an Airbnb host, you make money while you sleep and... While someone else sleeps. That's why anytime I'm traveling, I immediately jump into Airbnb and set my house as available. It's that easy. So Yetis, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. This is Nick. This is Jack. It's Tuesday, T-Boy, Tuesday, November 7th. And today's pod, it is the best one yet. Jack, it is a T-Boy. What's going on, man? I don't know. What's going on with you? <laughs> What's the first story for today's show? Oh, okay. For our first story, Yetis, it's not just you. Christmas marketing has already begun. Christmas creep. It's a real thing. And it began earlier than ever because the early bird gets the early bird. For our second story, Berkshire Hathaway has made so much money over the years, it now has $150 billion of cash. Warren Buffett's cash pile is now bigger than Nike and Disney and Morocco. And our third and final story is the founder of Bumble, Whitney Wolf Heard, who became the youngest woman ever to IPO her company. Now Whitney is stepping down to make her own first move. Actually, it's her second move. This is her second move. <laughs> it's actually her third move. No, more in the story. It's a new move. But Yetis, before we hit that wonderful mix of stories. A fantastic move, Jack. <laughs> A wonderful move of three stories. Is your sleep pattern a little screwed up still? Bessie's is daylight saving still messing with your mornings. Well, we just got some incredible sleep data from Calm. Calm, the meditation app. Their annual snooze report was anything but. We're going to flip into this, so we recommend you pop a melatonin right now. Yetis, we've got the data on your drowsiness. Here it is. Get this. According to Calm survey, 25% of adults in America sleep naked. 25% of us have not got anything going on under the covers, Jack. Every night, no clothes. And the other 75% are the unnaked majority. All right, how about this one? 25% of Gen Z Chicagoans sleep with a snack on their bedside table. They don't have a glass of water by their bedside table. They got a peanut butter sandwich. Nick, are you ready for this one? What's the number one most tired city in America? Jack, what's the answer, please? According to Calm, 87% of New Yorkers say they need more sleep. Which kind of makes sense because the city that never sleeps apparently never actually sleeps. All right, what's the city that gets the most naps in? Well, shockingly, 
It's Miami. Miami's that city. 50% of Miami snags a nap in the middle of the day. It's incredible. South Beach is for the siestas. Now, this one I just feel bad for. The scaredest city in America. Oh, what city has the most nightmares in America? It's Philadelphia. Two-thirds of Philadelphia folk have a nightmare almost every night. This year, you can blame it on the Phillies. There you go. But Yetis, what's the city with the worst sleep patterns in America? Besties, what is the city that just can't snooze in the United States? What's the city that Calm is targeting most with their sleep meditation app right now? <laughs> well, the answer <laughs> is Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix. Half of Phoenixans Phoenicians? Phoenicians? Half of people in Phoenix sleep less than six hours a night. That is the lowest sleep rate in America. Maybe it's the dry heat in Phoenix. Maybe it's the scorpions out there. Or maybe it's Arizonans in general wondering why they don't do daylight savings like everyone else. There are a lot of older people down there who really don't enjoy sleeping, Jack. Whatever the reason, Phoenix, we hope you get some shut eye. In the meantime, Jack and I, we're going to stay awake <laughs> and we're going to hit those three stars. <laughs> 15 years before this song, two boys from the Northeast met in the dorm. They had an idea to cause a cultural storm. It's the best one yet, but the best is the norm. Jack, Nick, that's it. I don't even think they need to practice. 50%, that's a fat tip. T-Boy City on your at list. If you know, you know, cause we ready to go. We can't wait no more, so just start the show. Start the show. For our first story, the holiday shopping season. It just began earlier than ever. It's called Christmas Creep, and it's thanks to early bird shoppers. All right, Jack, over the weekend, you know Molly and I are rewatching Succession. She hasn't seen it yet, right? So we turn on HBO Max, and on HBO Max, the first commercial we see, it's for Target's holiday sale. <laughs> Do you mean you have the ad-supported HBO? Do you need me to Venmo you some money? <laughs> It's telling us it's already the holidays, apparently. Yeah, it is. I walked out my front door the day after Halloween. My neighbor's fake spiders in the front yard are now fake reindeer. <laughs> That's so true. Dude, that literally happened in our neighborhood. It's the same company that switched them out. <laughs> San Francisco, like, ornamental came and they, like, threw the jack-o'-lantern in the van and they, like, were like, get out, Santa! Hanukkah Harry, come on in! Yetis, it's not just you and it's not just us. Last week was Halloween. This week is the holidays. Yetis, the day after Halloween, November 1st, Starbucks unveiled their new red and green holiday cup for the season. Darlene at Dunkin', boom, she's already doing a gingerbread flavor last week. The Gap, their entire website is currently draped in green gifts you can buy for the holidays. Best Buy added holiday deals yesterday on Monday, November 6th. Amazon is starting their holiday promotions on 11-11. Oh, and this holiday cheer, it's affecting our music choices, isn't it, Jack? That's right. All I want for Christmas is you. It's already top 50 in the charts since November 2nd. Yetis, we repeat, we are not one week into November and Mariah Carey is already in the top 50 this year. Wham! Last Christmas I gave you my heart. And the very next day you took it away and... and you replaced it with promotions for next Christmas. And that's not even the wildest part, is it, Jack? If you shop at Dollar Tree, you notice their early Christmas promotion... It happened in July. They were selling candy canes in July. Like the candy canes were melting while they were selling them. I think they were last Christmas's candy canes, Nick. At some point, the beginning is the end, if you know what we're getting at. But yet, here's what Jack and I found fascinating about this story. There is actually a marketing term for this very phenomenon. It's called Christmas creep. Christmas creep. 
creep. And in the 20 teens, Yetis, we saw Christmas creep become Christmas crazy. Black Friday got rescheduled to Thursday when we were when we were like after college. I mean, like turkey was still on the table and your Aunt Edna was deep in aisle six at Walmart wrestling with someone who you'd never seen before. Now, the pandemic paused the phenomenon for a couple of years, but that pause is over. And now Christmas creep, like gravity, seems to be a force that cannot be stopped getting earlier and earlier. This year, Home Depot, Lowe's, and Macy's, they're all whammy us with Christmas promotions in October. And Jack, why are retailers now beginning Christmas before Halloween? Because 35% of their annual profits in department stores happen over the holidays. This is the crucial period. We repeat, one out of every three retail profits is occurring within the next two months. So Target starts their sales a day earlier so that you don't go to Walmart instead. Because you're already at Best Buy since you'd already left Forever 21. It's a slippery Santa slope. And at this pace, Jack, Hanukkah better add a ninth night. <laughs> and Kwanzaa better merge with Labor Day. So Jack, what's the takeaway for all our buddies over watching the Christmas creep? The early bird gets the early bird. Yetis, one of the most powerful forces in all of retail is the early bird shopper. We're talking about your buddy, Becca. She's making her list. She's checking it twice, four months ago. She's checking her list back when Rudolph was still nursing his leg from the last Christmas, Jack. These early birds like Becca, they aren't so valuable because they start shopping early. They're so valuable because they buy everything at once. And that everything is early. That's the key to the early bird shopper. According to SMS Bump, early bird shoppers are most likely to buy their entire Christmas list in one swoop. That's why Whole Foods is selling figgy pudding in August. And that's why Best Buy is dropping snow globes on the 4th of July. The early bird shopper doesn't get the worm. The early bird is the worm for the retailers to go get. Yetis, what is driving the increased Christmas creep we're all seeing? It's that early birds are chasing early birds. Early bird retailers chase early bird shoppers. For our second story, Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway. They just announced that he's sitting on a record pile of cash. Because cash has gone from fool to cool. Jack, whip out the calendars for us over there. Warren Buffett, 92 years young. He's ancient but he's still crushing it. The stock market is his shuffleboard and we're all just little pieces in it. Berkshire Hathaway is Warren Buffett's company and they own entire companies on the one hand and stock in companies on the other hand. Now, yet here's how they did last quarter. Berkshire Hathaway's companies that they own, like Geico or Brooks Sneakers or a whole bunch of railroads, they did pretty well last quarter, right, Jack? They made $11 billion in profits for the company. On the other hand, the stocks that Berkshire Hathaway owns didn't do that well. Their stock portfolio fell by $24 billion, which led to an overall loss for the quarter. But let's add it all up, and Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway Investment Fund is still outperforming the entire stock market. Berkshire stock is up 19% in the past year, while the S&P 500 is only up 14%. But here's the thing, Yetis. We just told you a whole bunch of numbers. You can almost forget them for a moment. There is one number that really shocked us in this entire Warren Buffett report. $157 billion. $157 billion. And Jack, 
What's so special about that number? That's not how big the fund is. It's how much cash they have. Yetis, we repeat, Warren Buffett and his Berkshire Hathaway fund are sitting on $157 billion in cash. That's how much profit they've accumulated over the years. But Jack, we should sprinkle on a little context here. Can you help us with that, please? That's more cash than the entire value of Nike. The entire value of Disney or the entire value of Wells Fargo. Jack, you want to sprinkle on a little more context, please? It's more cash than the annual economic output of Morocco, Ecuador, or Bulgaria. Jack, what the heck? Can you sprinkle on even more context, please? With $157 billion, Berkshire Hathaway could pay for all 600000 Vermonters. He could pay for their whole lifestyle for the whole year. For four full years. You want some maple syrup? Here, let me issue a <laughs> dividend. He could cover Vermont's tab for four years. Now, Yetis, Jack and I should point out, all this Berkshire Hathaway cash, it's not just sitting in some savings account at Chase with uh, our buddy Jamie. No, he's invested in short-term risk-free investments like treasury bills. Yeah, he owns treasury bills, which are U.S. government IOUs. They're a liquid asset. And those IOUs are generating over 4% in interest for Warren Buffett. Now, Jack, if you have 150 $57 billion in cash, earning 4% interest. How much interest exactly are you making? $6 billion a year. Yetis, we repeat, Warren Buffett's earning $6 billion just by keeping his cash in cash. And that's the reason that Berkshire Hathaway stock is at an all-time high right now. Jack, you know Warren Buffett loves hamburgers? I didn't. I thought he loved Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I didn't either. I just figured he liked them if he likes Coca-Cola. But honestly, if he wants, he could just buy Shake Shack with the $6 billion in cash. Oh, just as his annual interest payment, he could buy Shake Shack? No big deal. Throw a couple Shake Shacks on the tab. So, Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddy, Warren Buffett? Cash has gone from fool to cool. Yeah, it is. Historically, keeping money in cash was like what you did when you just couldn't decide what to do, right, Jack? Keeping money in cash was the non-decision default. It represented, I don't know what to do, indecisiveness, nervousness about the stock market, maybe. When stocks were booming, you felt like a fool when you left your money in cash. But today, it's a different story. Cash is a legitimate investment right now. And Warren Buffett apparently is proud of it. Warren Buffett thinks that stock prices are pretty darn high. So he'd rather make 4% per year risk-free with cash. And then have cash on hand to buy if prices of stocks come down. That's what Warren's doing. By the way, this is Nick, and 42% of our portfolio is sitting in cash. This is Jack. 37% of mine is cash. We didn't coordinate this yet. We're just talking about it. And like we're like, we both just have a lot of money in cash right now, don't we, Jack? When interest rates were low, I didn't have much money in cash because leaving money in cash felt foolish. But now that interest rates are high, cash has become an investment in and of itself. Yetis with high interest rates, cash has become cool. It's become an investment decision. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Yetis, how good is the feeling of finally getting something off your chest? You've been wanting to say it. You've been waiting to say it. But you bottled it up. In Waspy, Vermont, where I grew up, we didn't talk much about our problems. We were encouraged to keep them to yourself. Yetis, bottling up your feelings is just horrible for you because eventually it blows up with an outburst and then while it's stewing, it makes your whole stomach feel terrible. We encourage you to get it off your chest. And the perfect place to do that is therapy. You will not believe how good it feels to say something that has been left unsaid and you can practice with a therapist and then end up telling your loved ones the best way possible later on. You don't have to tell them, but you could. It's 100% up to you. Oh, and by the way, 
what you tell your therapist remains completely confidential. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash T-Boy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash T-Boy. This episode is sponsored by Audible, the home of storytelling. Protect her. That's from the opening chapter of The Last Thing He Told Me. Or is it protect her? It's protect her. Yeah, it's like that. It's, it's like a that. thrilling mystery my wife and I listened to on Audible. It actually got adapted into a TV show, but it was way more riveting as an audiobook, wasn't it, man? It's about a tech executive who disappears when his company gets indicted on accounting fraud. But he disappeared... To protect her. And honestly, we shouldn't say anymore. Let's stop we'll that. We'll listen to the whole audiobook on Audible while driving in the car on road trips. And you should too. As an Audible member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. That's audible.com slash tboy or text tboy to 500-500. For our third and final story, Bumble, the female first dating app, is moving on from its legendary founder and CEO, Whitney Wolfhard. Her leadership defied one of the key rules of business. And we'll tell you that rule in the takeaway. But in the meantime, Jack, can we go back to February 10th, 2021? Set the scene for us, please. A young woman was walking around Times Square with her one-year-old toddler son. She made a right on 41st Street and walked into the NASDAQ exchange. She then went on to ring the opening bell of trading with her baby on her hip. Yetis, that made her the youngest female CEO to IPO a company ever. And she did it while holding a toddler. That's Whitney Wolf Heard. And that's also the day that she became the youngest self-made female billionaire ever. Yeah, she was 31 years old when Bumble began trading publicly on NASDAQ at a valuation of $9 billion with a B dollars. But Nick, can we take the Yetis seven years earlier from that day? When she founded Bumble at the young age of 24? I mean, Jack, if you're asking for us to set another scene, let's set another <laughs> scene, man. Let's do it, baby. I'm here. Yeah, it is. Bumble's motto is make the first move. And Whitney Wolf Heard did that literally after she left Tinder. Literally. Because before Bumble, she co-founded Tinder. So then she ends up suing Tinder, her former company and employer, for sexual harassment. She settled that lawsuit against Tinder, but she didn't stop there. She went on to launch a competitor of Tinder, the only competitor of Tinder, and it was called Bumble. But yet is, we can fast forward to today now. Bumble isn't just Bumble anymore, is it, Jack? It's a family of four different dating apps. Yeah, because Bumble also owns Badoo. A Russian dating app. And Fruits. A dating app for Gen Z. And Official. Not a dating app but a relationship app for couples. Oh, and that's not all. On this very podcast, Jack and I have covered Bumble launching physical clubs across the country. And even a restaurant in Soho. Yeah, Bumble had a restaurant where you could go on dates after you met on the Bumble dating app. But today, Bumble stock price is down 80% since that IPO two years ago because Gen Z is just not that into swiping. Apparently, they would prefer just to meet at the restaurant, but not like on the dating app before the restaurant. So to steward the next leg of Bumble's growth, Whitney Wolf Heard is passing the baton on the first day of 2024. And Jack, who is the new CEO of Bumble starting on January 1st? Lydia Ann Jones, a veteran techie who's currently the CEO of Slack. Job opening over at Slack. So Jack, what's the takeaway for our buddies over at Bumble? Bumble defied one of the most fundamental rules of business. Yetis, Jack and I want to make a distinction here. There is a difference between a feature, a product, and 
and a company. You can't build a company simply based off a feature because anyone can copy that feature. In fact, Jack and I did a story just last month about Blue Apron and how it failed because meal kits are just a feature. So when you think about Bumble, what is Bumble really? It's a dating app where women make the first move in the conversation. And that doesn't sound like a product. That, it sounds like a feature. And a feature can't be a company. Tinder easily could have copied the feature that women make the first move. But Bumble made that feature its defining feature. It made it a statement. It built a brand off of that feature of being woman first. And it wasn't just the dating app. They also have Bumble for Business and Bumble BFF, a dating app for meeting friends. Because of that feature, Yetis, that is why Bumble bans body shaming and bans ghosting and bans unsolicited nudes. It's because of the feature. The feature that women make the first move. Yetis, Whitney Wolf heard she defied a key rule of business. She built an entire company out of a feature. Jack, can you whip up the takeaways for us for T-Boy Tuesday? The moment your trick-or-treating ended, retailers were pushing Santa on us. It's called Christmas Creep. The early bird retailers are going for the early bird shoppers. For our second story, Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway isn't sitting on $157 billion in cash. It's making money with that cash. Because yet with high interest rates, cash has gone from fool to cool. And our third and final story is Bumble's founder and CEO, Whitney Wolf Hurd. She's stepping down, effective next year. Her legacy, it's defying a key rule of business. She built a company out of a feature. But Yetis, this pod's not over yet. Here's what else you need to know today. Yetis, it is November 7th, which means today is one month since Israel was attacked by Hamas on October 7th. The number of innocent people dead in Israel and in Palestine is heartbreaking to see. And honestly, that is really the only other news that you need to know today. Now time for the best fact yet. This one sent in by Yeti Dr. Amit Ohm from lovely Charlotte, North Carolina. Push and play. Hey besties, Dr. Ohm here, board certified dermatologist with a PSA about dry lips in the winter. Ditch the chapstick. Lip balms can contain ingredients which actually cause more irritation to our lips, such as eucalyptus, menthol, and salicylic acid. Keep it simple and reach for something like Aquaphor or plain old Vaseline. Lastly, don't lick your lips. Saliva can actually irritate the skin outside your mouth. Oh, and don't forget the SPF. Licking your lips is classic. It's like scratching, you know, an itch. It just makes you want to scratch it even more. I mean, I'm shocked you didn't mention gummy bears, Jack. I really thought that was the good prescription. I've, I've used Aquaphor before, but really, he doesn't like Burt's Bees, huh? I'm a sucker for eucalyptus, and I know you are too, Jack. <laughs> That's our go-to. No, I may try out his advice and try to nip it at the bud this winter season. You know what I mean? Rub some gummy bears and recall on that thing. And if you see me licking my lips, stop me, please. Pause the pod, Jack's licking his lips again. <laughs> Yetis, you look fantastic today. And remember, if you're in Phoenix, we hope you can get a better night's sleep tonight. Eight hours is what you should target. Seven hours is better than six. And if you're in Miami, yes, it is time to wake up from that nap right now. <laughs> and if you're in New York... It is yesterday. You haven't gone to bed. So, Yetis, the best way to help grow this pod is to tell your buddies H-Y-H-T-B-O-I. Have you had the best one yet? If you know, you know. And 
before we go, congratulations and happy birthday to legendary Yeti David Brink, who's doing logistics from Maryland to Chicago to Louisville, Kentucky. And happy birthday to Lolly Anguiano, who's celebrating at a conference in Palm Springs. And Lauren Gouin is celebrating that 31st birthday, staying up late in New York City. And happy birthday to Mika Villarreal who's turning two while grooving all over Napa. 19 more years till that first Pino. And Emily Kleinfelder, congratulations on the new job in San Francisco as the director of talent for BVP Forge. And to anyone else celebrating something today, make it a T-boy. Celebrate the wins. This is Jack. I own stock of Amazon, Disney, and Berkshire Hathaway. And Nick owns stock of Nike and Shake Shack. And we both own ETFs of the S&P 500. Guys, 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 there's an ad-free version of HBO Max? Yes. Oh, my It's God. always been ad-free. It's only I like a know. year ago that they I introduced know. ads. <laughs> I'm just shocked Nick subscribes to it. <laughs> no, I didn't know. Wait. Dude, we covered it on the pod. I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. I got to end this. I got to end this. If you like the best one yet, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. We want to get to know you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.